On first down, they hand off to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked up. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT. And he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. <laughs> I tried to tell y'all. I tried to tell y'all. I knew this would happen. You knew back in week one, you all, and I'm talking to the select group of people here, you know who you are. You all got on me back in week one, after that week one loss. I put up a video that said, we need to hold our horses here for a minute. We need to hold it for a second. The Colts are going to figure this out. You know, it was week one. It was rough. No time to prepare, really. I mean, every team's having that issue, but, you know, we never really have good luck down in Jacksonville. And, you know, I said, it hurts. The loss hurts. And I'm dealing with it just like everybody else. But I told y'all we needed to wait just a little bit. Let's just see how the Colts come back from week one to week two, and we'll see what happens. Well... I heard all your comments. I heard everything that you guys said. I heard every word, every complaint that you had about this team. I heard the tank for Trevor Lawrence. This team is trash. They're not going to be anything. Get all the coaches out of here. They suck. The defense is not what we thought it was. Buckner stinks. What the hell is wrong with us? And my favorite of all of them, actually. Philip Rivers is washed! <laughs> well, here we are after week three, and the Indianapolis Colts are 2-1, and one, dominating the Vikings at home. And then, just this last week, a few days ago, dominating the New York Jets. <laughs> I told y'all this would happen. I told y'all. I said, give this team just a few chances here, and they're going to fix themselves. And they did that tenfold. And none of y'all listened to me. None of y'all. I guess I shouldn't say none of y'all. Some of you were in here saying that I think the Colts are going to figure this out. Because, you know, it's week one. We never do great week one. It's just something we're going to have to expect. But the ones who were spewing that garbage on our timeline and over cult social media, all that, this is for you. This is for you. Colts are now 2-1. and one. They go into week four against the Bears. Even after losing Marlon Mack, their best running back, and losing Paris Campbell, now they're going to lose Mike, Michael Pittman. And they lost a couple of guys in the tight end room. They've lost a couple secondary guys. And yet here we are. We're still in the position Colts expected them to be. Now, I get it. I get it 100%. People are saying, 
Oh yeah, well the Colts have only faced the Jaguars, the Vikings, and the and the uh, Jets. Of those three teams combined, they only have the one win, and that one win is Jacksonville over us. I get it. I get the argument. I do, and it's something I take into consideration a little bit too. I understand that these three teams are bad. I get it. But let's talk about the last two games here because we've already talked so much about. First off, I do want to mention before we even get into those games. Why is it so bad for Colts fans to just say we can have fun? Why can't we just accept that the game was won by 29 points, over almost tripled what we were favorited as, and yet we are criticized for saying, wow, the defense did really great. Wow, the offense actually moved the ball pretty well. Why can't we say that? Is it wrong to say, oh, well, we should celebrate a win and we can't do it simply because of the simple fact that that the te- it's because of the teams we faced? Is that why? I'm, I, I can't with some of y'all on that argument. But anyway, let's get back into it, okay? First off, I just want to say this about the Vikings. Whatever you want to say about the Vikings this year, the Vikings in week one put up 34 against the uh, against the Packers. They put up a massive amount of numbers. And the Packers right now look like one of the best teams in the NFL right now. If not the best team in the NFL at this moment, besides the uh, besides the Chiefs. And then they come into our house. Dalvin Cook gets 13 rushes for 64 yards. You know what he just did this last week? He had 18 carries. He had 17 carries for 181 yards against the Tennessee Titans. Sure, they lost the game, but the Vikings scored 30. Justin Jefferson, their wide receiver, who they drafted in the first round, did nothing against the Indianapolis Colts. You know what he did last week? Seven catches for 175 yards. But, oh, yeah, our defense never faced anybody. I mean, what do you want? What do you want? And and for some of you guys, when it comes to your Phillip Rivers is washed category, do you guys know that Phillip Rivers over weeks two and three has one less passing attempt through the weeks two and three than what he did in week one altogether? He threw 46 passes week one. Week two and three, he threw 45 passes. So no wonder he's not getting the the passing yards that you all want. He's throwing 23 times a game over the last two games. He's throwing an average of 23 times a game. He's completing 19 of them per, or 20 of them per game. And he's getting around 200 yards a game. Completing 20 receptions for 200 yards. That sounds about right. And obviously, we've gotten he's gotten very little help from a, a couple people that we know. T.Y. Hilton didn't ha- hasn't had the greatest of games over the first two weeks. This last game, he did pretty well. I mean, of course, Rivers was still passing the ball around to everyone, but Hilton made very important catches to move the chains. Made the first catch of the game to give them a first down on their first offensive drive for a first down. Hilton, uh, actually his three catches all combined for a first down. Second and 20. 
Hilton caught a ball on the on the sideline, stopped himself, and was able to get the 25-yard gain for a first down. And then, late in the third quarter, got another first down on a very important route. So Hilton was looking a little bit more like himself this last week. He didn't have any drops. And obviously, he's been making Mo Ali Cox look really good. Him and Mo Ali Cox have been looking like a, a future or look like what Rivers and Antonio Gates used to look like. And of course, I know the offensive line, the running game hasn't been spectacular. I get it. But I mean, of course, because you, you still have Jonathan Taylor taking the most of the snaps. And Jonathan Taylor's still not used to running behind this offensive line. He's still adapting to how the NFL, how you run in the NFL. He's still getting yards. He's just not getting what they want. And that's, of course, got to get better. And I agree with everyone on that. Look, but the running game is still there. It's still getting yards. I told y'all this would happen. I told y'all this would happen. Phillip Rivers has looked good. Phillip Rivers has looked good. He's leading the NFL in completion percentage. He's almost completing 80% of his throws. And that's not just checkdowns. That's not just screens. Whatever you guys want to keep saying it is. It's not just checkdowns and screens. And also, if we want to go that route, Patrick Mahomes has completed more passes to guys inside five yards than almost any quarterback in the NFL through the first three weeks. Are you all going to say his arm's trash? No, it's not. Because, of course, we know that. But why is Patrick Mahomes not airing the ball out every time he throws it? Because it's just not right. I told you all this would happen. And I loved the one comment that I got that said, I love the fake strategy of using another team's game from a year past to make an argument for this game now. I said... The New England Patriots lost to the Dolphins last year. And, of course, the Colts are used to losing in week one. That's just what happens with us nowadays. You know? We've come back strong. we figured it out. And, of course, the Patriots lost that stunner to the Miami Dolphins last year. Did the New England Patriots give up on the season? Because midway through the season, they lost a miracle game? No, they didn't give up. They went out and won the next game, won more games after that, and went to the playoffs. I told y'all to hold your horses. You didn't listen to me. At least some of you did. I know a good portion of you did. and But for those who didn't and didn't want to listen to me, I told you. I told you that we had to give this team a chance. You didn't want to give this team a chance? That's fine. You didn't want to give Chris Ballard a chance? Fine. You didn't want to give Frank Reich and Matt Eberfluss and Philip Rivers a chance? Fine. I don't care. But I did tell you guys that we needed to wait. And through the first three weeks, the Colts have figured it out. The defense looks really good, at least right now, from what we've seen. The offense is starting to pick up momentum. And guys, the offense hasn't looked very, like, polished. It seems like there have been a very bland play calling. To me, it seems that way. It doesn't seem like the Colts have really tried to open the playbook a little bit for 
some of these defenses. They may have opened it up a little bit more for the Vikings, but last week, I didn't see anything spectacular. I saw some standard stuff, and, and we still moved down the field against the Jets. This Colts team is going to have a difficult challenge coming up against uh, the Bears this next week. They're going to be on the road. They're playing a good defense in the Bears, top 10 defense. And obviously this offense has been pretty decent for the Bears so far, and they have Nick Foles. We'll have to see how that goes. We're going to have more videos about it, but I told you this. I told you, give this team a chance after week one. Some of you crucified me, and that's okay. I'm still the one standing here laughing. It's fine. <laughs> and for those of you that listened to me and said, let's just give this team a chance. Let's see what we can do from here. The Colts didn't, didn't hurt us at all after that. The Colts did exactly what we wanted them to do. And now I'm supposed to feel, I'm supposed to be, not as excited about this team because, oh, the teams they faced were bad. Get out of here with that, dude. I, I can be skeptical while at the same time understanding that I can be excited because this is one of my first seasons actually following this team on this podcast doing this for you guys. It's actually my second year, and I'm very excited for this team going forward. I think the Colts have a winning uh, ingredient here. They just need to continue to fine-tune the details. Let's hope they can take it into week four. Thank you all so much again. Thank you for another Hold Your Horses segment. I can't wait for some of the comments on this video. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for the support. And as always, go Colts.